0: What's up everybody welcome to another episode of roll for persuasion the podcast where I go around and I find cool people doing cool things in the tabletop gaming community and I chat with them pretty straightforward we enjoy what we do and I hope that you guys enjoy it too got some great guests with me today but before we get to them let's get a little business out of the way if you enjoy the show please make sure that you subscribe on your app of choice whatever that may be we do not care as long as you listen Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review if you're able to. If you're not an Apple user, that's cool. Go to podchaser.com and look up the show. You can find us there and leave a review. It is a big help, and we appreciate it. You, of course, can get in touch with the show. You can email me, andrew at rollforpersuasion.com. You can go to Twitter, Instagram, at rollpersuasion. I love talking with people on there. I am, according to my phone, on Twitter way too often. So I'm definitely available there to interact with. And, of course, this show would not be possible with awesome support from people in the community. We have our returning sponsor today, Smugglers Coffee. You have heard me talk about Smugglers before. I actually interviewed the owner, chief roaster Dave, back in one of my first episodes and found out all about his coffee. I've since then become an addict of the Smugglers. Greatly enjoy it. I have several bags in my kitchen right now. They are delicious coffee roasters. And that's the key thing. Um, And That's something that I love about smugglers. They don't just put their label on a bag of coffee and send it to you They roast it fresh right there So when you get a bag of smugglers coffee, you are getting freshly roasted from the barrel room at smugglers And it really you can tell the difference and of course if you've listened before, you know They barrel age a lot of their coffees. So they've got rum barrels. They've got brandy barrels whiskey barrels, whatever and they just freaking pour these beans in and let them sit there and soak up all of that whiskey goodness And then they roast them and send them to you for a delicious coffee. So I drink it, you drink it, we should all drink it. If you want to get a bag of your own, go to store.smugglerscoffee.com and check it out. I'm a big fan of Tomb of Caffeination, but they also just released Coffees of Winter's Night, which if you are a Dragonlance fan, is a take on one of the great books from the Dragonlance series. The art on it is fantastic. I've not tried it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's good. So check it out, store.smugglerscoffee.com. We want to thank them for supporting the show and for being awesome, just being awesome people. I am excited to announce that also this year in 2020, we have a new sponsored supporter of the show. We are working with Eldritch Foundry. If you are into playing D&D and you like miniatures, Eldritch Foundry is the place to go. And I'm not just saying that because they're helping out with the show. I'm saying that because they are awesome and their minis are awesome. I actually backed the Kickstarter that they did last year prior to launching and they have these sweet awesome customizable minis you can make your character any way you want poses weapons races they're actually about to drop a big update where they'll have orcs, half orcs tieflings and loads of items if you're a critical role fan they did the miniatures for the Terry Darrington brigade uh, one shot that they did just last month so if you liked those miniatures they have in the game you can get them for yourself by going to Eldritch dash foundry.com dot com and i'm excited because my mini will be getting here soon and a friend of the show ian phillips iron tusk painting is going to be painting it for me so i think i'll be recording a video to share with you guys to kind of see the quality of these miniatures and check it out for yourself but if you want to support the show you can use our code roll persuasion at checkout for 10 off your miniature order we get a little bit of that it's a huge help to us so you can get a cool miniature you can support the show and have an awesome time we appreciate it now, of course, is my favorite part of the show, and that is the part where I get to speak to my awesome guests. So today I've got Chris True and Jacob Lelish. Guys, what's going on? How's it going, man? It's good. So so who are you? What do you do? Why why do I have you on the show?
1: We are Dragon's Horde Dice Company, and we make solid sterling silver dice.
0: And like, like not like little like trinkets like, like baubles for uh like for a bracelet or anything. We're talking full-sized gaming, you know, D20s, D10, D12, whatever, all of that, you guys make them out of silver, right? Yep,
1: absolutely. They uh, they are play ready. Um, we had actually been using ours for months because we've been doing a lot of research development. We wanted to make sure we put out a, a premium product because you know, it's made of silver. So we, we tested them. We've played with them for months, and they are just amazing.
0: And so... I mean let's let's get into it because I I know and you know because you're on social media that everyone and their mom right now uh, are making dice right you could you can open up Instagram and if you look at anything Dungeons and Dragons related then your recommended feed is just filled with people making dice and that's cool every you know if you love making dice make dice um, but what attracted me to you guys again was like the whole silver thing so why why did you come up with the idea to make something out of silver of all things where that come from
2: Well, um, that was actually uh, me and Jonathan. Um, It was kind of interesting because it was a separate kind of uh, thing. Um, I was talking uh, to my fiance, Cryn and I was like, I need silver dice. And she's like, no, you do not. (laughs) And of course, a few weeks later, our normal game session, Jonathan says, hey, man, is there any silver dice? We need to get silver dice. And I said, let's check. I was just talking about this. So literally, we go online, right there at the table during a break, and like we, can, we, we can't find him, and yeah. we're like, you know, he's a jeweler, I work an antique shop, I sell jewelry, I repair jewelry, you know, he has a more fancy shop than I do, but still, so we're both kind of jewelers in that business, and we're like, let's make them, we can do that, we can make molds, we can we can make them, I cast stuff, let's go, yeah, yeah. so we did, and Chris is like, you guys don't like Twitter. I love Twitter.
1: <laughs> I'm good at the social media. Let's let's do this. I, I have a job. <clears throat>
2: right. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> so on my niche. So, so originally you guys made them to play with yourselves like or, or was the idea. Yeah. I mean, we were like, too?
2: really, it was just like play with ourselves. And and um, we started doing about the game. And then everyone's like, oh, man, I want a pair. How much are these? How much is that? Well yeah. this, you know. And like and then all of a sudden we got so many people saying, Oh, we want one that we're like, uh maybe we should make them for everybody. Yeah. And so that's when we got the idea for the Kickstarter. Um and now we're here.
0: Yeah. So I think when this episode comes out, you guys what what day is Kickstarter end?
1: Kickstarter ends December eighteenth at eleven fifty nine.
0: December eighteenth?
1: December I mean, not december 18th january 18th <laughs> it's my a time bad. travel dice yeah yeah we we did a little bit of got a little timey whiny in here yeah. my bad i'm still a month behind january 18th at 11 59
0: right so january 18th 11 59 p.m this episode should be coming out about i would say a week maybe 10 days before the kickstarter ends and, and just real quickly, um, because you guys are actually the first Kickstarter that I've had on, on the show. And I had this thought when I started. I was like, do I want to invite people on who are doing Kickstarters? Do I want to, you know, am I going to sound like an advertisement or whatever? Um, but when I saw your Kickstarter, and I decided to back it. I was like, all right, these guys are legit. I want to have them on because I think it's a cool idea if, if you're like me and you're a player who is a dice goblin and you just love to collect as many as possible and you like ones that are cool, right? That kind of stand out a bit more. That's what really attracted me, what you guys are doing. So I was super excited when the Kickstarter went live so I could back and I personally need this Kickstarter to fund so I can get my D20. So I mean, I'm sure it'd be great for you guys to you know, fund it and get it out there, but it's really about me. Uh, so any of the listeners, they can go check you out on Kickstarter to search for Dragons Horde Dice Co. Um, we'll give their Twitter handle and all of that at the end as well. But let's back up a little bit. So, so Jacob, Chris, and then you have another partner, Jonathan, right? But he couldn't mm-hmm. join us tonight. How did you guys meet? How did you get into gaming? What was it that kind of uh, sparked your interest in D and D in particular?
2: Well, it all started with Chris, so I'll let him tell that story. Um, yeah, him and Jonathan know each other a little longer.
1: Just a little bit. Um, me and Jonathan met each other on the first day of kindergarten. Um Aww. <laughs> right. all and they've been together
0: How, ever since. Ever
2: yeah.
1: since.
0: So who's a big spoon and who's a little spoon?
1: I'm definitely the big spoon. He's a little bit more violent. And he, when we were small children, he I just he threw a, a like a connects at my face for whatever reason. We were playing Star Wars and there was a lot of blood. We still talk about it, but I'm definitely the big spoon. Um, but no, we, we've been friends for almost 30 years. And um, I mean, me and Jacob have been friends for almost 10. And we just kind of started playing board games. We started playing Risk Legacy. Okay. Kind of progressed from there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, you know how it is. You know, Risk Legacy, then you get into Catan, and then D and D. It's just a normal progression.
0: It's like a drug. Yeah, there's always that gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. And and so, how long have you guys? So the three of you. Is that kind of your main group? Do you have a bigger group? Oh, uh,
2: we. uh, I have that problem, and like everybody goes like, oh, well, you know, you know, f you, because I have too many people who want to play with us. Oh, really? We have like. 12 people who want to play almost every week wow and like i'm how many to of DM. Them want to dm though i'm using the dm jonathan dms a little bit um chris tried once he'll probably do some again hey i
1: just um, got one of those new carpets for children um you know the ones with the cityscape on them right right i'm totally gonna it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna Zombie make a apocalypse. Whole out of apocalypse
2: we're, we're doing it that's awesome um but yeah we I, I try to we have uh basically there's the main group is me Jonathan, Chris, Chris's wife Hannah, my fiance of 10 years Corinne, Um we're getting married soon, I promise. Sure, sure. And
0: yeah. Keep saying. We've
2: that. been we've been dating 10 years, not yeah. engaged 10 years. Um <laughs> engaged, what you know. Who. <laughs> and Sarah, um a coworker of Chris's. Those are our main group and then we have a bunch of guests that come in and out um quite regularly
0: that's cool so do you guys play like a, a consistent ongoing campaign um, um that we, we out usually we do
2: um uh, right now we just launched our first we live streamed the first of my campaign um and i'm planning on making this a, a level 20 campaign um so it's probably gonna go on for quite a while um usually what we do we take breaks i'll pause mine jonathan will take up and he'll has his campaign going he'll run a section or a chapter if you will um, and then we'll switch off again and then continue on the story.
1: So that's, we regularly have like three or four characters going on at geez. any given time.
0: Yeah.
2: It's
0: that's confusing. What, that's awesome, though. It gives you an opportunity to try different things, right? And kind of bounce around what you're doing. Um, so whose idea was it initially to to play D&D? Was, or was it just kind of a group like, oh, okay, uh, you know what? We're, we're done with Catan. Let's step it up.
2: That was definitely me. I've been um, wanting to play, I don't know, since I was like, in middle school, yeah, and I just didn't have the people. I mean, I wasn't the guy who's going to go to the comic store or whatever and find a group. So I'm just like, oh yeah, we'll find somebody, and no one was really into it. Of course, I met Chris, and we started playing games. And I'm like, hey man, I got this Lord of the Rings um, roll top game. We should play it. You guys love Lord of the Rings, and that was kind of our gateway. Um, and it's a little simpler than mm-hmm. you know, all the magic and stuff of D and D so it kind of gave us that foothold and once we we're going now I want to do crazy stuff I you know cuz you know lord of rings is awesome but the amount of stories you can do inside that world um is a little bit more limited so sure, then we yeah. decided like hey and of course Chris knows this I went and bought every single book they had and <laughs> every I venture, had, I have you bought a o- boat. I have over 1000 mentors oh jeez and a boat it is right here
0: have, have you used the boat yet or is yes, we have there we used for whatever the you might need it? Okay.
2: Yeah, we used the boat um a couple times. Uh right now um I I try not to force the boat. You know, if you guys get a boat, <laughs> we'll work sure. on it. I try not to force the boat. But I've been recently building dungeon tiles also. These are foam ones, they haven't been painted yet. Yeah. Um and if you watched our live stream, you would have saw my uh, in room was fully dungeon tiled and propped and everything and we just started that um and i already have plans to make a probably 50 or so dungeon tiles so that'll
0: see be that's fun. the that's the real addiction right there i mean people get into miniature collecting miniature painting but it seems like like dungeon tiles like map building that's where people go go crazy i got to uh i got to tour critical role studio <laughs> Um, a few weeks ago, and you walk into their uh, their miniature and and map tile room, and we're talking we're we're talking like floor to ceiling, like it's like the, walking into the container store of just like tiles, you know, like like <laughs> forest tiles, dungeon tiles, dungeon walls, torches, lava, um, and and then like just giant racks where where Matt has all the different maps assembled uh, to roll out during the game. So that's the real slippery slope. We're talking about gateway drugs. Uh into gaming. Miniatures are the gateway drug into like collecting dungeon tiles. So uh, you better have like an extra room set up at your house because yeah, we'll it's find coming, a way. Right.
2: Yeah, he just stores it at his brother's house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Whatever. Yeah. He's divorced. He's alright. Wow. Yeah, he has rooms. Well, you know so, what happens, all right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's okay. He has he has three extra bedrooms now. A lot of storage.
0: Used to have four, but one's
2: filled you know, with all you know. your shit. So Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, I he just also like is a pop
2: characters. collector, so you know he has his own problems.
1: Yeah. See, Jacob spends all the money. I just make the characters because that's you know it's free. Yeah. Print online. It's free. It's free. You spend yeah. I don't have on a one-year-old
2: either, so that's kind of you know the the rub. Little, yeah, little he's all right. Free he's gonna,
0: gonna get a job soon. Yeah.
2: yeah. Start yeah, him uh, early. That guy's turned. He's turned three. He's gonna. He's in the group. You, got, you gotta, gotta teach him some. My,
0: so my daughter is twenty. Months, 22, I don't know. She's almost to the point where you can just say she's two years old and we don't have to count in months anymore. But uh, every game we have, she loves to play with us. So she likes dice, dice, roll dice, roll dice. So we got her these foam, uh, you know, D20, D8 and all that. And I'll let her roll for me because she consistently rolls better than me no matter what. But when she rolls, everything's an 18. She'll roll like a D4 and be like, 18. (laughs) I'm like, sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) So, so you guys are playing one day and you have separate ideas to make silver dice and you decide, Hey, you know what the hell we should do this. This should happen. So, so what are the next steps? How do you even go about, you you said some of you have a background in antiques and in jewelry. What are kind of the next steps to suddenly decide, Hey, we want to actually create this and not just talk about,
2: um, well, uh, luckily, uh, Jonathan, um, he, he works in a family owned business, um, uh jewelry store um three generations correct chris three generations um, yes and so he has a lot of uh you know contacts with you know casters and stuff so we kind of get the you know sure we get all the know-how and the product and he has bench jewelers who can help us with finish work and you know show us you know exactly what we need to do um and but really he had so much knowledge up front and like i said i work at an antique store um, and I constantly work with sterling silver and, um, antique jewelry. And I was like, oh, I want these, like, I want these like cool. I want these, like, look like they're antique. I want them to come out of the box. Like, Oh, these are hundred year old, like found treasure dice. Right. Um, and so we just went from there. We got a molds made up. Uh, we pro- uh, printed a couple prototypes. Um, those are the ones you the pictures of are our prototypes that we handed um I would say probably 24 hours of hand polishing that I did myself oh wow on some of those um and we hand blacken the numbers um we use the antiquing process to give it that rich color and what's cool about it um we actually use the uh it's called liver of sulfur it's an industry standard for like antiquing silver and it will okay. actually darken over time the numbers will get darker
0: right right
2: over time which is even cooler and it'll just become that rich, really dark color. Right now, they're like when they come out, they're dark, but it's a slight purple hue to them. Where the numbers are, and people love that yeah. too. But it'll eventually just come like this rich ebony black, and it's gonna be cool.
0: Kind of like when you get like a nice leather wallet, and yeah, 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 it Develops that patina over time, yeah, yeah.
2: And so we we just went for it. We're like, hey, let's do this. And when me and Jonathan say we're gonna do something, you know, I'm talking within four years, I got over a thousand miniatures. When I say I'm gonna get into <laughs> something, I get into it, right. So we, yeah, bro, uh, you got
1: those in like six months.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we—that's true. We did a lot of theater <laughs> of mine at first, right? From start to finish to now, four years. I'm talking every single book ever printed. Yeah, I have Gen One books for D and D. I don't use them, but they look cool on the shelf. But
0: right, right. So, so let's talk about like the actual production process because i i have no i have no clue about how stuff like that works so is it is it like molds that you're pouring the molten silver into yeah uh
2: so what we do um we get um the something um it'll be a little bit different once we uh uh start doing like kickstarter production but basically you get something it can be um either wax or some plastic and you mold it to the shape you want we use plastic um it's a little more um rigid um, and you can make a little bit of better mold out of it, um, and uh, so we use the plastic. We got what well, we wanted it, um, and we created a mold from that. And it's actually a metal mold. It's not a you know plaster mold. It doesn't get reset right, or anything. Right. And so you can keep pouring in. Um, and we don't we don't use scrap silver. We use certified bars ingots of sterling silver, which is for Wait, layman terms store is ninety two. Point five percent yeah <laughs> 92.5% silver is what sterling yeah. means it's what yeah. they use for if you have a piece of jewelry it's sterling silver it's stronger it's made to uh, take abuse um, so we use that because if you can wear a ring on it and it's not going to break right. then it's be good for your dice um, and we pour them and we pour them solid they're not hollow they are 100% silver through and through and you can feel it and so, then, and we uh, we also uh, have tend to have rounded corners. People, I know people like the sharp edges, um, but with silver, sharp
1: edges would kill somebody.
2: Yeah, with the <laughs> silver, just because how heavy they are, and silver is a um heavy and soft metal. Um, if you have really sharp corners, you're not gonna have sharp corners in a couple months. So we're like, hey, we want these to last. I want you to have these for 20 years from now, and they still look good. And so we're like, we're just gonna do round of corners. I know people are gonna whine, but it's for you guys. It's really for you. It's for the people because I help. we could have mirror polished, sharp edges you could cut yourself on, right. but we right. know that they're not gonna last. And right. I'd rather you have a product that you go ten years from now, like, this is the best thing I ever bought in my life. Than um, you know, that makes total sense to be dented up. And that's kind <laughs> of way we went with it.
0: That's awesome um one of one of my patreon backers chelsea shout out chelsea appreciate your support uh she actually had a question along those lines like how hard is it to work with silver since it's a softer metal is the fact that you're using sterling silver um
2: Um, yeah it's uh, not too hard does that
0: make it a bit you know like you said more durable is that kind of yeah and
2: that's why they do it um in the if you had fine silver they call the nine 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 yeah is fine silver it's a little soft um if i literally had those dice if they were fine silver if i threw it on the ground you're talking a flat corner wherever hit from that. With the sterling dice, which you can see because we use the prototypes, we have dropped those many times on purpose <laughs> right, right. and threw them around and put them in tumblers to abuse them, and they're still way they are. Now they do have a little character. I mean, you know, they're not perfect, but how we made them, it doesn't just detract from it; it just adds to it. It's like a yeah you know, oak table or something. You right. nick it a little bit, it's still gonna look good because that's how we made it. But yeah, it's it's pretty easy. It's actually easier to work with. Um and then uh, some other metals, I mean like steel, I mean you're talking crazy temperatures. Sure, you have to yeah. get that to to like make those, you know, steel or even copper dice. Um take much higher temperatures. Now, the downside is, you know, copper is 3 cents or $3 a pound. <laughs> sure. Silver's I don't know, $2000 a pound, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of that that's the trade-off there most people don't have the commitment um, and the courage to work with a medium like silver. And that's why the first people do it
0: for sure. So, so let's assume the, and the, the Kickstarter funds and you guys get these produced and start sending them out to backers. Have you thought about like, what's next? Like what, you know, do you have a, a second product you're already thinking about? Or is it really just all in on the dice for now?
2: Um, well, um, it's kind of just a variant of dice. Um, I don't want to give too much away because hopefully um, some of them come true sooner than later um but is one of the things we're gonna do it regardless you know if the kickstarter doesn't fund um you know we have other um investors um it's not gonna be as glorious you know not many people are gonna get them up front um but we'll get them out it might take a lot longer and that's why we wanted the kickstarter so people get them in their hands as soon as possible um but we'll be there um we have plans after that but yeah the main products that i'm working on that i um we love gold, because gold's awesome. Sure. Um, we, have, we have gold, gold right?
0: dice. Yeah. They Four guys like gold, not sure about it. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> they're a little expensive. I think they're $3,400 $3, for the D20 of solid 10-carat yeah. yeah. gold. But who um, the
1: fuck doesn't want that right?
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, I would love it, right? Um, Just to show
1: people. Yeah. But
2: the, what we want to do in the near future is have gold-plated silver dice silver okay. is a very good metal to plate gold right you can put right. a very heavy coat of gold on it and it'll last for a very long time and so it gives you that gold look but you're still you and you get a quality metal like silver underneath
0: it right. um, you're not but you're not rolling actual yeah you don't have gold. to worry
2: about like oh this is my college my kid's college fund right <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> good luck, but hey johnny right but
2: seriously if you do that i mean these these are the only dice 20 years from now are going to be worth more than any. it's an investment right they it's, it's really a, are it's, a, it's, a like, it's, it's one of yeah. those things silver's has if you look 20 years ago silver's up you look 20 years before that then silver's up it's always going up gold's always going up it's really an investment and well and that's
0: that's part of what i think is cool too because um in lots of hobbies the idea of having like a, like a quote-unquote heirloom this you know might sound a little silly but the idea of like something that you pass down to someone else right like uh, you talk with lots of people who maybe learned D&D or whatever game they're playing they, they picked it up with their family and they still have their parents source books or their parents dice Like it's kind of cool the idea of like having like a really nice um, Dice tray a really nice set of silver dice that you then like pass on to someone else and you know 50 60 years from now, it's like somebody's like oh, yeah, this is my dad's silver d20 yeah, you know, it's really special. I roll it. I roll it for death saves or whatever. Right. Like like it's a cool idea. And and, and I tend to be someone who values the idea of if, if you're going to spend money on something, you know, whether it's dice, bags, podcasting equipment, whatever, if it's within your means to do something nice that will last you for a long time and be more than simply functional, it's worth it. Yeah. Like in my mind. Oh. And so, and so that was why I backed y'all's Kickstarter yeah. and that's why I asked you to come on the show. Cause I, cause I think it's a cool thing that, uh, that people can really get into. Well,
1: absolutely. I mean, like people leave, get, people get left stuff all of the time, but how cool would it be to get something that most people don't have? And in like the, the silver dice, you know, everybody needs yeah, fine true. China nobody leaves dice
0: <laughs> right right and the fine china just sits in your you know your grandparents china cabinet uh the dice you can get out there and you know roll to fight a fucking dragon right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you can't fight shit with a fucking yeah. plate
0: i did not, not i i one. have that's
1: heard
2: a, the one, silver D1 dice um, do you have advantage on lycanthropes i've heard that from somewhere i think that that's, should be think, that
0: should be an actual
2: legitimate uh yeah i think it know, should be i feel those. like if you have them you should be able to get through that i mean that's only fair
1: it's yeah nope nope that was uh it's, we had we've had uh, we've gotten so much support from the the community which i get the full benefit of because i interact with everybody and um a, a, a show called natural ones ran this great ad for us and you know that's one of their house rules because you know it's a fucking silver dice man like, you right. have to
0: it's yeah made You've for got, killing you gotta werewolves. lean into it yeah Speaking of the community, um, that's another thing that I've enjoyed interacting with you guys on Twitter about is you you are super engaged with, you know, the D&D online kind of social media community. So much so, in fact, I, we mentioned earlier uh, Smuggler's Coffee. You guys are doing some stuff with them, I think, as like stretch goals or something. Mm-hmm. And also, I believe uh, every set of the dice, like every full set comes with. Um, like a, a, a dice vault from uh, our friend Talon Claw we actually had Anthony on um, as one of our first guests as well so so how did that kind of come about well
2: really funny um, I bought when I made the dice for myself I bought a purple heart and zebra wood set for me and my fiance from, from them I found them on Etsy I'm like these are perfect they're separated they fit them well they're nice quality wood they're hand done this is exactly what I want Um, Because other dice have, you know, open trays. And if they roll around and hit each other all the time, they're going to just, you're going to, that's like rolling them thousands of more times than you needed to. Right. And so I was like, these are perfect. So I, I said, I just ordered them. I ordered two. And this is way before we decided to make them for everybody. So this is probably six, seven months before we even started the idea of doing yeah. that, and I and I remembered him, and I looked him up and said, "Hey, man, um, um, here's my idea." And he said, "Here's my phone number. Call me right now." <laughs> yeah. And so he gave me my phone number. I talked to him like two hours on the phone. It was like high school crush all over again, and we just <laughs> talked about all the cool things we could do. Yeah, and and we just did it. And we're like, "Hey, whatever. You know, it's a little bonus. I'm not charging people for this. I'm buying them from you, and it's just a little extra." Yeah, you know stuff, and he gave us a great deal um, on him and in that, and he was our first step into the community, and from there we just branched out, and we try to help as many people we can, because um, you know they try to help us out, and like I said, even if you know it doesn't go the way we want it to go, we're still going to be here, and we're still going to do it; it just might take longer. And so, if you want some dice, help us out. Um, if you can't get it right now. Don't worry about it. We will be there in the future. It just might take a lot longer.
1: Yep. Now, as far as the community, I'm the one that's most involved with that. So if you if you talk on Twitter, you're talking to me, um, because that's literally the reason for my involvement. Because I do Twitter Twitter (laughs) good, and so like I met Smuggler's Coffee, and I'm I'm, I met you through. through Twitter and you know, I actually just got those at the coffee of winter nights or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just yeah. got mine in today. I'm super fucking stoked on it. I'm like super, like I was never a coffee person. Like I would be like, Oh, curie, here are you go." right. Um, but like, I got a coffee grinder. I got a dope ass coffee machine, much to the behest of my wife. Um, I, I got so, one of those you know.
2: cups for the Keurig that you put the coffee in. I want to try I tried out.
1: that. It does not work.
2: Does it not work? It's not oh, that's as good. Sad. That's I sad.
1: don't like to do it that way. It robs you of some of what is delicious about oh, smugglers coffee. That's sad. Um, so
0: my, my secret with them, uh, and I was talking with Dave about this the other day is the, he and I both on the, uh, the barrel aged and not to digress into coffee too much, but we cold brew that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you spy like a $15 cold brew thing off Amazon, right? And you cold brew it too. That is a way to have that coffee. Yeah, It we'll just eat. brings out kind of the sweetness a little bit.
1: Yeah. You've just ensured that I'm going to have. Some he's he's like Amazon right it. now.
0: Hold on. Right. There's he's like, b- hold b- on, b- guys.
1: Yeah. I get just give me a second. I need to order this fucking
0: thing. <laughs> so so being on social media, making those connections, what has kind of been obviously the ones with uh, talent and claw and smugglers and, and, you know, me talking with me um, have been pretty cool. But what have been some kind of other interactions that have just been like fun or engaging or, or you know, people that have really kind of connected with you and what you guys are doing?
1: lots of people um uh like i said the natural ones have ran a couple of uh, ads for us that they made themselves and they're amazing those guys are awesome um yeah. they did a a one shot um that was based in the 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 world of Redwall, which was like my book as a child like, oh I, yeah i loved that shit man and martin then the warrior yeah. martin the warrior hell yeah. yeah um the and then you know um the there's another show called paradise RPG that's, that's helped mm-hmm. us out. Yeah. You know, the people within that kind of help branch us out. And as we've branched out, um, we've met more people and I just, I engage. I like the sound of my own voice, but I also like good people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I just I'll talk to anybody about anything so if you're ever on Twitter like shoot me a message um I'm usually pretty good about getting packed and I will talk to you about anything yeah. um you know I, I we're, we're we're that was my my big thing um with Twitter was being engaged like I don't right. want to just be a company on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook because we've all seen that shit Right. Everybody promotes their own um, own whatever. And we all see it come across our feed, and they're like, oh, man, a mechanical wood chipper. That's fantastic. Click, 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 click. But when you have somebody who's going to actually talk to you and engage and if you have a question actually respond to you, that makes it much better. So I, I like to get in and engage. I've run different giveaways um, just for random shit that we've got. Like we I, we gave away some like fantastic art. Um, we've given away a couple of D20s, but it's all about engagement. Um, yeah. And I want people to know that we're not just here fucking around. Like we we legitimately want to do this. We believe in what we're doing.
0: And more than anything, you want Laura Bailey to notice when you tag her in one of your posts and come get some of your awesome dice. Because if anyone in the world is going to appreciate solid silver dice, it is Laura Bailey.
1: Absolutely. Yes, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey, please contact RDM, Laura Bailey. I will absolutely. We got a full set for you. I'll I'll make it happen. Whatever I got
0: to do. So, so Brian, if you're listening to this episode, you just uh, walk down the hall to Laura and, and tell her the words uh, "solid silver dice" and just uh, see what happens. She could hit these guys up. Yep, DM but- us. I'm I'm always available. But that's the cool thing about Twitter, right, is it gives you the opportunity to interact with people that you wouldn't normally, to build relationships you might not have normally, um, to reach you know people in the industry that you wouldn't necessarily have a chance to talk to otherwise. And uh, it's been cool on my end doing that, but it's been cool kind of seeing other people who kind of came on Twitter around the same time as me, like you guys, and have seen kind of similar engagement and activity and opportunities to, to chat with people at, um, for all the ways that Twitter and social media can be a detriment to our society. That's really mm-hmm. kind of one of the cool ways that, that it kind of transcends the, the nasty and gives us a chance to really connect with people. We would have no chance to otherwise. Right.
1: Exactly. And that's, that's the, and I've been saying that about Twitter. I've used Twitter since, uh, whenever Deshaun Jackson signed with the Redskins, cause that's why I originally got Twitter. <laughs> Fun fact. Um,
0: to to be excited or to criticize
1: to be i was i, you know, I used to, when i watched football i no I, I was a no. red you're a browns fan shut the fuck up hey, it's, i'm from <laughs>
0: yeah you know, i'm from ohio
2: you know you just support you know what would you just oh nothing, <laughs> oh,
0: nothing. nothing. you're fine
2: now <laughs> um yeah you know, so i you know i just you just have to to support your home as much as possible of course i've lived in virginia you know, your
1: entire life m-
2: Literally, I, literally, like two months in Ohio, families from Ohio, and then Virginia the rest of the time. But it's one of those things you just got. You just got to sport the hometown. You know, true to so home.
0: Much true to home, man. Nothing wrong with that,
1: right? But yeah, I, and ever since I, I joined Twitter, like I've gotten more and more engaged with it, and I've engaged. You just meet so many different people that come together from so many different places, yeah. so many different backgrounds, all over the world. You know, just. Um, I love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy people. I, it's why I teach. I'm, I'm a teacher by trade. Um, so, I mean, I, I just I like interacting with people. People are interesting. Yeah,
0: for sure. For Sure. Well, before we go, because I want to make sure that you guys actually get a chance to to tell people where to find you. So we're talking about Twitter. Where can people find you on social media and interact with you guys?
1: You can find us on Twitter at at Dragons Co., um, because nothing's easy. Right. <laughs> Everywhere else is uh, Dragon's Sword Dice Co. Um, except for Twitter. But Twitter um, has that
0: character limit, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. They, they boned me there. I was like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? So it's just dra- at Dragon Sword Co. Um, from there, you can get our uh, get to our Kickstarter pretty much anywhere. And if you can't find it, message me. I will send it right to you.
0: And so one more thing about your Kickstarter you guys have a bunch of different you know very audacious uh, stretch goals which I certainly hope you get to out of any of those w- which one would you say you would be most excited you know regardless of the dollar amount just from like a, a creative standpoint which one of those would you be most excited to be able to kind of bring well to with
2: their uh, stretch goals um, obviously they're there because of stretch goals but really um, we wanted to showcase people what we plan to do in the future Yeah, I, whatever, how long it takes us to get there, we will achieve those goals. It will be a thing. Now there are stretch goals because if you want them right now, that's where we need to be at. Um, So it's kind of one of those things if uh, to because making um, because how to do those, we have to do 3D models and CAD to get, you know, perfect laser design castings and all kinds of crazy technical stuff that Chris doesn't deal with. Um, Nope.
1: That's why mine is the solid (laughs) sterling silver D100. I want one of those things bad. Um, The fucking baseball
2: (laughs) silver. That is the process um, to make that. Uh, It has 100 sides and 100 problems. Um, (laughs) Really tiny numbers. So, and and so when you see those, that is us showing this is what we're going to do. This is what we want to do. If you want them now, this is what we need. Um, But what i would really want to do um is the gym socketed dice i right. think it's our high, one of our highest goals yeah realist um realistically um i want that to be one of our things that we get done um yeah. that is more technical um than anything um you need a, just
0: so people know the goal is is to be able to embed like a small gemstone yeah. in one of the sides yeah. of of like the D twenty or something. And it's
2: right? not gonna be like glass, it's gonna be a ruby, a legit, a diamond, yeah. a sapphire, natural, not synthetic, like real stone. Um and that the most is a ridiculous
1: thing you can think of and right.
2: that more is not like you don't manufacture that. Right. You have to jeweler that. You need a professional yeah. goldsmith or silversmith to literally make that um from one of our dice. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just one of those things that um we have to make prototypes and I'm going to slam that around. I'm gonna have a baseball bat. because um, yeah. I want it to last forever. Be perfect. You know, and we're not gonna put it out if I don't think it's gonna, you know, withstand your two year old saying, I rolled eighteen <laughs> and pegging against <laughs> exactly. the wall. <law>, and <laughs> exactly. And that's what we want to do. Because, you know, it's, yeah, real life, I would want to white glove it and then just set it on, like, a pile of bu- uh, bunny fur. But right. that's you know that's not realistic, and I want these to be something you play with. I don't want you them blush, on your shelf. Played. Yeah, Like, oh, look at my collection of sterling silver D20s. I want you to go check out my D two twenties, I rolled a 20, you know.
0: And so that's why we want to. That's a
2: fucking Emerald. A fucking
0: emerald. Yeah. You know. That's cool. Well, I, I like that. I like that mindset and approach that it's not just like things that we'd like to do. It's things that you're going to do. Um, it's just about the timeline. Right. Yeah. So, yep. so Ask definitely. We well, yeah. Um, again, selfishly, I wish you guys the best of luck because I want my dice. Um, Thank you. But regardless, I'm excited to see you guys get there and see what you put out and what you do down the road. Um, anything, anything else you want to shout out at the end before we uh, before we call it a, a day.
1: One thing I did think about when we were when you asked about like which goal we wanted to get to, um, I absolutely love the dice vaults that Smugglers um, or Talon and Claw is going to do it, but they're going to be from the barrels, um, the barrel lids of um, Smuggler's Coffee, and they are dope looking. Yeah, that's they're, they're super they fly. They are matches. dope smelling
0: too. I can't, I can't wait. Every time you open your dice, it's just like a coffee cloud. Just, yeah, you just take a quick snort of the dice vault. Yeah, I, like I do, and I sunshine. do that with the regular wood dice. I mean, he makes yeah, fun of me, yeah. but every
2: time I open it, i go, oh,
0: yeah. It's, yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. Like the no, forest. That'll, that'll be awesome. So that's, you know what, I'm adding that to my list of, of things that I need personally. So So I'll definitely do that. Um, but yeah, guys, make sure that you t- check out Dragonsword Dice Co on Twitter. They're awesome to engage with, and if you are able, support their Kickstarter. There are lots of levels that you can support at, so you know I'm sure that any um, pledge that you offer them will, will help and they will be excited about. So if you want some sweet dice, there is a way to do that. If you just want to help cool creators, you know, trying to do an awesome thing, you can do that as well. Um, but guys, I wish you best of luck. Looking forward to how the next couple weeks play out for you and the uh, the stuff you're going to be putting out into the community.
1: Thank you. And thank you for having us on. I love your show. It's awesome. Well,
0: you've never even listened to it, have you?
1: That's bullshit. I listen all the time. I started the (laughs) Deadwood episode and I was like, I've never seen Deadwood. I'm going to ruin this whole show. I'm gonna have to go
0: marathon the whole fucking thing i could spend another hour talking about deadwood and i have so yeah so you definitely definitely should but uh thanks you guys again chris and jacob appreciate having you guys on tell jonathan uh, said hey sorry that we missed him best of luck with the kickstarter and best of luck to all of you out there playing your games, whatever you have going on. Um, as always, thank you for listening. This show would not exist without you guys, without your support, both by listening and supporting our Patreon. Patreon.com slash roll persuasion You too can ask awesome questions of our awesome guests, so make sure you support us there. Interact with us on Twitter, social media, at Persuasion. Make sure you check out our wonderful sponsors, Smuggler's Coffee and Eldritch Foundry. And until next time, guys, enjoy your games.